The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are going to talk about how you can do a complete uh, social media audit for your own business. And uh, what that means is what, we're, what we'll talk about is uh, how what a social media audit is and why it's important. And then I'll give you step-by-step instructions on how to do your own audit. And then we'll put it together and come up with an action plan for you for 2018 because as you know it is the last quarter of 2017 and it's time to look back and see how you've done so that's exactly what we're going to do with your social media audit and a social media audit is really simply the process of reviewing what's working what's not working and what can be improved upon across your social media channels and all we're going to do is collect and analyze the detailed data from all of your social media accounts and look closely at your activity, your results, your audience, and your financial investments, including how much you're spending on ads online. So it's it's important for a couple of different reasons. Number one, a lot of brands don't measure it, and what happens is you spend you end up spending time and money on activities that aren't really delivering value for you and probably never will. And it's especially important if you have a tight budget and you want to make sure that you're putting your money where it will do the most good. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out uh, where your audience is and how to effectively engage them and make sure that you're you're spending the right money and effort and time in, in the right areas. Um, it'll give you a better understanding of who your audience is and what's important to them. And it'll also help you find out what your competition is doing, where they're succeeding, and how you can benefit from that. Um, it, one of the biggest parts of the social uh, media audit is actually looking at your competition and analyzing how they're doing on various social networks. So we'll get to that in a little bit, but I'm really excited to share that with you. And then again, as I said, we're going to identify what's working and what's not, and then that will help you adjust this year's plan for the last quarter accordingly and also plan for next year. So the first thing that you're going to do when you uh, put together your social media audit, and and I just want to uh, 
make mention of the fact that the word audit usually brings uh, some fear and trepidation to people because you hear tax audit and and that's not always a good thing. But a social media audit is actually a really good thing. Basically what it is, is it's just a checkup of how you're doing. And we're just going to go through about six or seven steps as to what you need to evaluate to ensure that you're uh, hitting all the different aspects of your social media and evaluating everything so that you know exactly how you're doing and what what you need to change and uh, improve in the future or add to your social media strategy in the future. So the first step that we're going to do is we're going to identify all your social sites and analyze them. So what I want you to do, and you can get out a piece of paper and start uh taking notes on this or you can actually start putting this together on a piece of paper or you can put it together in Excel or Word or whatever program that you are most comfortable with is I want you to make a spreadsheet and list of all your accounts um, including Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever other uh, social sites that you use. And the info that I want you to include in here and you can put it in in the columns across the top are uh, I want your profile information which means your username, your handle, or your URL. And if you remember, this is one of those things that um, was really important when it comes to social media and you want to make sure that everything is consistent across the channels. So this is one of those ways to make sure that you're you're starting to be consistent across your channels. So you need your profile information, you need your passwords, as well as who has access to that and who are the admins on each of those sites. Um, I want you to start looking at posting frequency, how many followers you have, where your referral traffic is coming from, and then we're going to go into some channel-specific metrics. And what I mean by this is there are certain things on each channel that you want to evaluate, and you're going to record these on this spreadsheet that you're putting together. And for the purposes of today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use um, for the channel specific metrics, we're going to look at Facebook because that's probably the most popular social networking site and uh, it's probably one of the easier ones to, to look at and evaluate. So there's about 10 metrics that we're going to evaluate on each site. And the first one that you're going to evaluate is you're going to track follower growth. And what this means is you want to look at um, month over month and year over year growth in how many people are following you, how many people are liking your page, not just posts, but your page. So with Facebook, what you're going to do is you're going to go to your Facebook page, and this doesn't necessarily apply to personal pages. We're looking at your business pages. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to your uh, business page, and across the top, you're going to see a, a number of tabs. And I want you to go to the Insights tab on that page. And then on the left-hand side in the navigation, you'll see a tab called Likes. And I want you to, what I want you to do is I want you to click on that. And what you'll see is you'll see a couple of different graphs. 
And the first one is you'll see uh, total likes as of today. And it'll show you all the likes that you have for that Facebook page. And then right below it, it'll say uh, net likes. And what that means is it's giving you an indication of how many people are following you and how many people have unfollowed you and, and the net difference in the two so so if people have unfollowed you and and then more people have followed you it'll give you a higher rate a higher value than if more people unfollowed you than followed you and I hope that made sense so um, that's the first thing that you're going to track is you're going to track follower growth the next thing that you're going to track with uh, all of your social sites is the best time for posting. And this is really cool on Facebook because you can actually see when your audience is online. So what I want you to do is you're going to stay on that uh, Insights tab on your Facebook page. And on the left-hand side, you're going to click on Posts. And you'll get a couple of different graphics there. The top one, which is the bar chart, shows you... Um, when people are online uh, each day of your audience. And what it'll do is if you hover over each of those days, the bottom graph, which is more of a graph graph, will show you exactly when they're online each of those days. The bottom graph that says times actually shows you the different times that your audience is online. And, it, and if you hover over each area, it'll tell you ex the exact time. And what that'll do is it'll actually give you an idea of if your audience is online, maybe that's the best time to, to post. Um, so that's what you're going to do there is you're going to kind of look at those best times for posting. And you can do it overall on general from the, the lower graph or you can uh, again you can click on each of the bar graph days and see if there's certain times during each day that is more relevant to you posting than others. So that's the second thing that you're going to look at and then the third one that you're going to look at as far as channel specific metrics is you're going to uh, track likes and reactions. And so the content that you post and share is crucial for any marketing strategy um, and this is the direct response metric and it helps you determine whether your audience is interested in what you're currently publishing and it should inform you of the type of content that you can share in the future. So you're going to stay on your insights tab and you're going to click on the post option on the left hand side and then what I want you to do is I want you to scroll all the way down to all posts published and then on uh, in that graph on the right hand side you're going to see an arrow and you're going to drop that down and you're going to look at view reactions comments and shares and what you're going to look at is in the engagement column it'll measure the total reactions for a post and the cool thing about this is that if you want to see a little more detailed uh, look at each of the posts just click on the post link to view the breakdown of the reactions for your audience and you'll see how many people are reached you'll see how many people liked it um, how many people commented on it how many people shared and how where all that information is coming from so that's a really cool thing when when you're looking at uh, the likes and reactions the next thing that you're going to look at is you're going to look at your audience demographics and 
as you grow your following, you're going to want to monitor your audience demographics so that they can uh, give you an idea of your your strategy and whether it's working and also help you modify your posts and paid ads for future promotions. So you're going to stay on that insights tab and you're going to go to people on the left-hand side and what it'll do is it'll actually tell you uh, the percentage of men and women that are look are on your Facebook page as followers and uh, the people that you've reached and then it'll actually break it down into country city language it's really cool that that's one of the things that I really like about the way that Facebook sets it up the next thing that you're going to look at is you're going to look at reach and reach the reach metric combines the number of people that you've reached both within and outside of your audience so when people engage with your content and they share it with their connections, this is how you're going to see how far your content actually reached. And again, you're going to stay on that Insights tab and you're going to click on the Reach option in the Navigation panel on the left-hand side. And the top graph you'll see, um, it displays how far your posts have reached, which basically is the number of people who saw your post. And then at the bottom of the... Uh, the page, you'll actually see the total number of reaches that you've had. Next, you're going to look at uh, reviews, replies, and comments, and it kind of gauges how interesting or engaged your topics are. And so just as you looked at the uh, reactions, they're in direct response to the metrics that help you read at, weed out the uninteresting content from your publishing schedule. And you're going to stay on that insights page, you're going to scroll to posts, and uh, then you're going to scroll down to all posts published, and right click that uh, that little arrow on the right hand side, and look at the view uh, reactions, comments, and shares, and it'll give you a little bit of information on the type of engagement and where it was and all that sort of stuff. So um, we are almost at the time for a break. So we are going to continue this talk on the metrics um, that you need to do to, uh, to measure to identify all of your social sites when we come back. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. 
These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we looked at the first step of your social media audit, which is to identify and evaluate your social sites. I have a couple more specific uh, metrics that you need to look at, and then we'll evaluate some of the other elements to your audit. So the next one that you're going to do on site and and on Facebook in this example is you're going to examine click-through rates. And the click rates have everything to do with conversions. Um, Although they don't specifically focus on revenue generation, clicks help you understand how your followers engage with you, why they're engaging, and what makes them click on different links. So you're going to go to your actions page in the left navigation again and see the click and and look at the click counts for various elements. Um, You'll see click through rates for phone, directions, website, your call to action and all that. And it'll also show you clicks based on the user demographics. So that's all that you're gonna look at on the actual social network. The last one that we're gonna look at is um, tracking referral traffic to social media. And what that is looking at is it's actually looking at acquisition data, um, telling you where your traffic is coming from. And uh, the way that you're going to do that is you're actually going to go to your Google Analytics. And once you're in your Google Analytics for your website, you're going to go under Acquisition in the left-hand call uh, navigation menu. You're going to click on Social Top-Level Menu. And in that menu under Social, you're going to click Overview or uh, net of network referrals. And then on that overview tab, it provides you some basic information on total sessions for each social network. And on the network referrals tab, um, you'll be able to view session counts, page views, the duration that they were on the page, and the pages visited per session. So that's a lot of information that you'll get on where your traffic from your website is coming from and what social networks are driving that traffic. So once you've uh, identified all your social sites and evaluated them, then you want to look at um, audience demographics and interests. And you may have a different following on each of your different platforms. Um, For example, if you're on Pinterest, you may notice that your following is more women than men. And you may have the same thing happening on some of your other social networks. You want to make sure that you compare your social media audiences and looking at those factors like demographics and interests. 
And what you're trying to do is you're trying to see if you're reaching the key demographic for your business. And if you're not reaching it on one of those platforms and you know that that demographic is on that platform, you you need to figure out why. So you need to, again, just evaluate if your if your content is more directed towards a particular part of that audience, look at some of the other insights that are available on that um, network or, or platform, and see if that gives you any insights as to why you're not hitting your correct demographic. The third step in your uh, social media audit is to check for consistency across channels. And we've talked about this a little bit before, where you want to make sure that each of your channels has um, is consistent with your logo, with your description, with uh, your profile, just to make sure that people know that when they go from Facebook to LinkedIn to Twitter, they're talking to the same person. So the things that you want to make sure that are consistent are that you have the same logo displayed in accordance with your brand guidelines. Hopefully you have some brand guidelines. You want to make sure that your description is up to date and compelling and it includes your key keywords that are are relevant for what you and your business do and you want to make sure that the there are correct links to your website or um, if there are relevant landing pages that sort of stuff just to make sure that everything is consistent across all those different channels you also want to assess your brand voice so uh, you want to ask yourself if you're using the same voice for all accounts Uh, are you formal on one network and a little more casual on another is that giving a a different message so that if you have uh, the same audience or you have followers on both networks are they getting mixed signals and um, even though each network requires a different approach you still need to maintain that consistent brand voice throughout your social media presence um, you also want to consider what you're publishing on each network you and we've talked about this before uh, you don't want to duplicate your network on all your social channels because if you have the same information that you're posting on Facebook and LinkedIn, if they're on LinkedIn, why would they want to follow you on Facebook or the same with Twitter? So you want to make sure that it's uh, your content is appropriate for each of those networks and the purpose in their audience. And you can change it as as you go. I mean, if you want to post the same content, just change the headline and some of the content a little bit and you're good to go. The links can be the same and, and all that, but you want to make sure that you're varying it just a little bit between your networks. And that's one of the things that you're evaluating during the social media audit. Step four is to review your activities on each network. And what you need to do is you need to establish whether you're posting the right content on each social network. So what you're looking at is you're looking at what content are you posting. Um, And in this case, what we're talking about is are you posting mostly promotional content? articles or promotional posts? Are you sharing content um, of others or are you using your own content that you've created? And you want to make sure that you're achieving a good balance between the three. And we've talked about it before and I'll mention it again. Um, A good good rule of thumb and you can change it as you need to is the 30-60-10 rule 
which is 30% of your content should be your own. Um, 60% should be curated content. So if you see a great article or you love a, a quote that somebody posted or a picture somebody posted, if you can on that network, just repost it. Um, and then 10% should be more promotional with a call to action for your uh, individual products and services. And then the next thing that you want to review when you're looking at your activities on each network is what types of content are you posting? Are you posting more links um, to other content? It, does your content include images? Are you focusing on one type of content? So are you not varying it between images and text and links and uh, quotes and video? So you need to make sure that you have a variety of content on each of those networks and take a look at what works best on each of those networks as well. And then the the last question that you need to ask about uh, reviewing your activities on each network is how often are you posting? Um, each network, there's really no set schedule for each uh, network, but because what works for one audience in one industry may not work for another. So you want to make sure that you're posting on a fairly regular schedule so that your um, audience can expect to see those posts. And you also want to make sure that you're posting at a time that your audience is online. And we talked about that earlier, and there's easy ways to check on those within each of those networks. So uh, just as a reminder, when you're looking at how often to post on social media, and these are just guidelines, you may want to post about three to five uh, times uh, a day on Twitter. Most brands usually just post once a day on Facebook. On Instagram, it's one or two a day, but if you post more, that's all the better for you. It it doesn't look like there's any difference between how many times you post or not. Um, Pinterest, if you're doing Pinterest, you might want to post at least three times a day for optimal traffic. And LinkedIn, it's just once a day. So after you've reviewed uh, your activities on each network, the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to review your budget and calculate your return on investment. And now this isn't a a whole accounting type thing that you need to do. Uh, So those of you who have an aversion to math, this doesn't have to be something elaborate. So what I want you to do is I want you to review your your budget and calculate your ROI because it's important it's an important aspect of this uh, social media audit and it's usually overlooked. And there are a couple of things that you want to take a look at when you're looking at this. You want to look at uh, all the costs, which include ad spends, um, consultant and agency fees. uh, If you're using any third-party analytics or management tools, if you're uh, running a lot of contests, if you're using contest software, any apps that you're using to create images, um, if you're paying anybody to help you with your social media efforts, if you're using tools to uh, curate and display inf- uh, uh, 
other people's posts on your site. If you're using uh, professional photographers or, or equipment to take photos, those are some of the things that you want to look at uh, when you're evaluating the return on invis- investment. And what you want to do is you want to com- um, compare those costs to your results. So in other words, if you uh, if you wanted to take a look at um, how many widgets you sold uh, through your social media and you determine that you sold about 300 widgets and your total cost uh, costs associated with prom- promotions on your social sites and engaging your your um, customer base was um, three thousand dollars your ROA, ROI was it, it was ten dollars per each each widget that you spent, um, but then you have to look at how much those widgets uh, you sold those widgets for. So if you sold those widgets for twenty dollars, then you actually uh, earn ten dollars per per transaction. So those are the things that you need to look at when you're looking at reviewing your budget and calculating your ROI. The next thing that we're going to look at, and we're going to just get started here for uh, a minute before we go to break, is uh, you're going to analyze your competition. And uh, this is one of those areas that a lot of people forget, because what your competition can tell you is not only how successful they are, which you probably already know, but you want to focus on those that use social media marketing to their advantage and not just and not just look at those that are successful. So the easiest way to do that is to go to Google and search for the keywords that uh, your consumers are using to find your business. It may be the exact same keywords that you're using. Hopefully, those figure somewhere into your competitors' um, keyword uh, ideas, and then you want to look for those websites that are specific to your industry. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to go to each site, each website of your competitors, and you're going to identify whether or not they're active on social media and which platforms they use. And so it could depend on your industry. You want to aim for uh, about five competitors and put them all in a social media competitive analysis spreadsheet. Yes, I'm saying you need another spreadsheet. And then choose the top three to four networks that you want to analyze for each of them. And with that, we're going to go to our next break. And when we come back, I will tell you how to evaluate the your competition and what it means to you. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. 
Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were talking about how to put together your social media audit for your own business. And we had just started talking about how to start analyzing the competition. So I'm going to take up that that uh, topic right now. And before the break, we were talking about the fact that you need to look at maybe um, four or five different competitors and find them on Google and uh, go to their website and check out what their um, social media sites are and choose three or four of them uh, and put them all on your spreadsheet to to evaluate them. So the next thing that you're going to do is you're almost going to do the same thing, but maybe not so much in in so much depth as you did with your own social media and you're going to start by gathering up their follower accounts for each of those social networks and we kind of went through how to do that before and then you're going to start looking at how your competitors use each each platform so the first thing that you want to do is to look at how active your competition is and what I mean by that is you're going to go to each of their social media pages and you're going to look at when the last time they posted was um, are and whether or not there are long spans of time between each post and are they responding to comments so uh, if they're posting on a regular basis, you want to make note of that. If the last time that they posted was 2015, you really want to take a note of that and realize that, no, they're not really being successful on, on this platform. What, you, what you'll probably find is that they're more, um, they're more active on certain platforms than others. For example, they may post to Facebook every day, but uh, on Instagram, they may post once every couple of months or something like that. So those are the kinds of things that you want to evaluate because what's going to happen is you're going to see these patterns as to where they're concentrating their effort. And maybe that's something that you want to take a, a closer look at to see if, oh, if they're on if they're concentrating on Facebook and I'm concentrating on Instagram or Twitter, maybe I should start taking a closer look at why they're concentrating on Facebook and, and why they're not concentrating on some of these other social sites. So, um, it, and, and again, these three questions uh, will give you a fairly good barometer of how active they are on each network. And uh, in fact, they probably should be posting at least once every couple of days to be considered active. So the next thing that you want to do is you want to look at the types of content your your uh, competitors are publishing. You want to figure out a, a couple of different things. You want to look at the types of content as far as video, uh, posts, 
pictures, that sort of stuff. But you also want to look at what percentage of their posts are promotional. So uh, the easiest way to do that is to look at the last 10 posts and calculate what percentage of them are promotional. And when we're talking about promotional posts, we're talking about those posts that have links to a product, a sale, or a contest. And a good rule of thumb to to determine whether or not it's a promotional post is if it has a call to action button to make a purchase. Uh, if it does, it is promotional. I mean, in some in some instances, it may look promotional. It may have one of their products on there, but you really have to look at the content to determine whether or not they're actually trying to sell you on that product or they're just describing it for you. So once, once you've looked at their um, social platforms and evaluated how active they are and what they're doing and what they're posting and what types of content they're posting, then you want to you want to go and analyze their website content. And one of the reasons why you want to do that is in a lot of cases, um, companies these days like to produce their own content and the best way that they do that is through a blog on their website. So you can go and, and check and see if they have a blog. And if they do, this this can actually be a gold mine for you because what you can do is you can just go through all of those posts and blog posts to see what they're posting and not only what they're posting because that'll give you a, a good idea of where their mindset is and what their focus is, um, but you also want to take a look at the comments that they're getting on their posts or their blog posts, um, are they responding to those comments? Um, how are they responding to those comments? And uh, you want to just take take a look and see how is this re- how would these these topics resonate with your own audience? And is there anything that you can use there that will inspire you as you go forward with your own social media? Um, strategy and how are you going to incorporate that into your social media strategy uh, as you go forward. So the the last thing that you need to do when when you're analyzing your competition is it's it's looking at the data and how you're going to use it. Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to take all that information that you gathered from your own social platforms and you're going to compare it to those of your competitors um, and you'll you'll see um, similarities, you'll see differences and what you want to do is you just want to evaluate them and, and see what's working for them, what's working for you, what's not working, what, what you can use, like I said, what you can use to improve your um, your social media strategy, um, what what epic failures did they have, if they had any, and how you can use that to turn turn it into a positive for you. And in, in fact, you may find that you're targeting the wrong audience or you're targeting the wrong social networks, or you may be even posting the wrong type of information. And that's really valuable for you because it'll help you grow your audience and better connect with your audience and hopefully in the end, it will help you improve your um, your sales and your your reach. So now that we've gone through all six steps of how to put together your social media audit, you're probably asking yourself, um, "Okay, I have all this information. Now, what do I do with it?" 
So we're going to talk about how to put this all together. And you have to remember that um, the purpose of this audit was to figure out how you're doing with your social media strategy. And these steps are used to evaluate where you are, what went right, what went wrong, and what you need to improve. So uh, the first thing that you need to look at, and this goes back to planning, and this will really help you not only evaluate this year, up to this point, but it'll also help you start putting together your social media plan for next year, is you need to look at what your overall objective with your social media was. Um, Was it business conversions? Was it brand awareness? Was it improving your customer experience? Was it online reputation management? Uh, we, We all have that uh, that need to build our business and to increase sales, but you probably have some other goals other than that, particularly when it comes to social media. So you want to make sure that you know what your objectives were and then for 2018 what they are. And then you want to take a look at what your goals are uh, under that objective and how you're going to take how, how you're evaluating them. So your goals should be measurable and specific. And we've briefly talked about this before, but this is really important because in some in some instances when it comes to marketing uh, and particularly social media, it it may feel touchy feely when you're talking about your goals for for social media and what you want to accomplish, but it's really important that you make sure that everything is measurable and specific. And there's a really good way to do that, and that's the SMART method. And what that means is it's an acronym. So we're going to go through each of the uh, terms in that acronym. And the first one is be specific. So um, if increasing your social media reach is your goal, then what does that really mean exactly? Does it mean that you want an additional 50 followers, uh, 500 followers, or 5,000 followers, and on which network? So you want to make sure that you put together some very, very specific goals that will help you reach your objective. The next one in SMART is the M, and that stands for measurable. So this is really important because if you can't measure what you're hoping to achieve, your goal isn't specific enough, and it likely isn't really contributing to your business. You need to be able to uh, concretely identify your progress and see whether your efforts are working or, or not. So, uh, for example, if you want to use social media as a channel for customer service um, and you want to know how well it's working or if or if it's uh, it, you need to evaluate that. Is that done through and if you're using Twitter, is it done through an increase in the number of, of tweets? Is it through the decrease in phone inquiries um, at you know, numbers do matter when you're measuring something. So don't you don't need to just know that you're successful. You just need to know how successful you are. Um, so so once you have the specific and measurable, the next part of your goals should be attainable. And what you want to do is you don't want to make them pie-in-the-sky goals that aren't even remotely possible for your current social media status. So, for example, if um, you want to get 100 shares on Facebook per week 
and you only have 200 to 300 followers, that's not really realistic. Um, you want to make sure that you're you're looking at something that is e- is easily a- attainable, but with a stretch. So if you have two 200 to 300 followers a week, maybe your goal is 20 or 30 um, shares on Facebook per week, and you have to put together what those steps are that you're going to use to get to that goal. And then one of the things that you want to do is you want to look at your past history to determine what's attainable. And I have a really good example of this. And this is, um, I'm part of the Chamber of Commerce. It doesn't have anything to do with social media, but but it's a good example. Uh, I'm part of the uh, Mission Viejo Chamber of Commerce. And we had a um, a board uh, training session. And one of the things that we were doing was we were trying to look at what our goals were for the next year. So we said we wanted to increase our membership. But then we said, well, we have these eight levels of membership. How, what's, the, what's the percentage increase that we want? What does that translate into, into dollars and all that sort of stuff? So we really had to get specific and say, okay, what this means is we want a 10% increase in, in uh, membership with within these categories and if we do it in these categories that translates into the x amount of dollars so we were able to get very very specific and and it's attainable because it's based on past history so the next thing that you need to do is you need to make sure that it's relevant um, to your goals and what that means is um, if, for example, if you want to use social media to build your mailing list, then uh, you need to see what will drive that traffic and how are you going to stay on top of it? How are you going to stay on top of um, uh, messages and how is it relevant to your business? The last one in our smart example is timely and you want to make sure that you commit to a time frame to reach your goals so by giving yourself a deadline you'll be less inclined to procrastinate and it will also keep you accountable so that takes us to our last break and when we come back um, we will wrap up uh, what we've been talking about and talk about some social media goals since we've been talking about that so stay tuned Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. 
Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we've gone through an awful lot of information to help you complete a social media audit on your business. And now what I'm going to do is finish up by sharing some suggestions for goals for your social media strategy. But first, I have a couple of different things that I I just want to wrap up the the discussion on your social media audit. And uh, once you have your objectives and goals in place, now what you need to do is evaluate your performance from your social media audit against those goals and objectives. And you want to look at how well did you do? Um, Did you meet your goals? Where did you fall short and why? And what do you need to do to modify what you're doing? And which of those goals were too easy? Uh, What you want to make sure is that your goals are attainable, but you also want to put a little stretch in there because that's the only way that you're going to start to grow. So once you evaluate all of all of these questions and the data that you've gathered against your 2017 goals, then you can start looking at your objectives and goals for 2018 and putting together that strategy. So I wanted to share with you um, some social media goals that you may be looking at. And the reason why I want to do this is because in some cases, uh, we get on the social media bandwagon just because we think it's the right thing to do. And we really don't have those um, specific goals and objectives in mind. And uh, here are some of those that you may want to think about as you review your progress and start looking towards 2018. So one of the goals that you may be looking at is to grow your community. And it's okay to have that as a as a goal. Uh, and what that means is you're probably going to be looking at your um, likes and followers And in a lot of cases, this number is referred to as a vanity metric because there's really no tangible way to relate it to the influence, your influence or your conversions. But there are two great reasons to include this in your social media goals. The first is that the page likes and followers number is a quick 
factor to of credibility for most users. So if people are coming to your uh, page on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, they'll look at how many followers you have or how many likes you have and gauge whether or not it's worth it for them to to um, follow you or like you or, fo- or look at some of the information that you have on your page. And then the second reason is to stead, uh, is that uh, your relevance factor um, will increase on each platform. And what that means is that highly active brands with a large community are more likely to be shown in search and discover area on social media. So you know, and you've probably heard that um, your organic reach is going down in your news feeds. And in some ways, this is uh, growing your likes and followers and growing your community is one of those ways that you can increase your the probability that you're going to show up in the news feeds. Um, so one of your goals may be, for example, to acquire 100 Instagram followers in 10 days and just put together some actions that you're going to do that, like posting regularly, um, researching hashtags, interacting with your audience, that sort of stuff. Uh, Another goal could be engaging with your community, which would uh, include mentions, replies, likes, comments, and shares. Uh, A third goal may be increasing website traffic. So, for example, maybe you want to generate 250 clicks to your latest uh, Thanksgiving uh, Black Friday sale product page from Facebook, uh, and you may do that through from November, uh, the beginning of November through Thanksgiving. So you may have a strategy to post uh, twice daily. You may um, place a couple of different offers on on Facebook ads, and you may want to use some remarketing to convert some of those non-purchasing visitors, that sort of stuff. And then the last thing uh, that I wanted to mention as far as goals is successful lead generation. And what I mean by this is that uh, one of the reasons why you're probably on social media is to generate more leads for yourself and for your business, because that's what we're all here for, is we're all here to increase our profits and our revenues and and lead generation is one of those things that you want to do and you have to and we've talked about the fact that you need to build the no like and trust factor with your audience but once you get through that no like and trust factor you actually need to generate some leads so um Uh, there can be a very specific strategy that you do this. So, for example, if you're in real estate and you want to generate 15 real estate uh, leads per week via your Facebook posts, um, you could probably do something along the lines of feature photos of the community amenities, uh, invite some of your audience to enjoy a complimentary tour of of the facility and if it has a clubhouse or uh, you might want to invite them to lunch at the clubhouse and then you may want to put together a lead generation advertisement on Facebook and spend $50 or something like that. Um, And those are all really doable things on social media that will help you and particularly on Facebook that will help you get to that successful lead generation goal. So those are some of those things that you can do as you sit down, evaluate what you've done with your social media audit, and look at 
uh, ways that you can improve and ways that you can just build your business, build your audience, and make your social media um, uh, marketing strategy successful. So we've made it. And I hope I've given you a good roadmap to complete your own social media audit and start working on your goals and objectives for 2018. I have a feeling that some of you are saying, Janet, my head is spinning and uh, this was all great information and I want to put it together, but I need some help. So uh, that's what I'm here for. And that's one of those things that I hope that you will reach out and ask me about. So what I want to do is I want to offer you an opportunity for me to do your social media audit for you and sit down with you and go through it and and figure out a strategy for next year. And uh, I will do this for you. And usually it's about a $400 um, cost to it. But for my audience, it's only $97. And the way that you can sign up is to go to socialmediaaudit.411marketingsolutions.com. Sign up and uh, I'll send you a questionnaire to get get you through uh, all all the questions that I need to ask in order to start evaluating your social media and and your competition and put together that report for you. And then as a result of that, we'll have a half an hour discussion as to what the findings were and what my recommendations are. So if you want to take advantage of that, and again, it's $97. You only need to go to uh, socialmediaaudit.411marketingsolutions.com to get all that information. And then again, if you have any questions about what we've covered or have a question about what uh, something that I didn't answer for you regarding social, social media audits or anything else, uh, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. And now it's time to look at what's coming up for marketing that won't break the bank. So next week, we've talked about Facebook pages and how to put those business pages together. But next week, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how to use Facebook groups um, to build your community and grow your business. So if you have other comments about what you would like to see, let me know. Uh, at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. If you're in the South Orange County area, I'll be speaking at a Women in Breakfast in Business networking event on Tuesday, October 17th at the Microsoft Store in the Shops at Mission Viejo. Email me and I'll give you the details. And thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 